0: Hello, I'm Father Dan Serratori from the St. Benedict's Catholic Community in Burwood, Melbourne, and welcome to our podcast. We hope you're blessed by this homily recorded at our Sunday Mass. May it enrich you and may it inspire you to embrace more fully the love, the life, and the mission of Jesus. Enjoy. So Advent is a season of hope, Christian hope, and faith, and also charity, or love in action. And from celebration of Christ the King, uh, last week, now we are entering into a new year for the church, a new beginning for us, when we are preparing for Emmanuel, uh, the coming of the Lord, celebrating God's incarnation, the Son of God becoming one with us. That's our hope, no? the hope that we have as a church and the hope we have as a disciple of Jesus. Just like to give you a three reflection points as you enter into this season of Advent. No? And to prepare for that uh, reflection, just the first reading and also the second reading, uh, it describes to us that God is our Father a father who really wants to redeem us, lavish us, support us. And in the second reading, it says that God has joined us into his son, Jesus, because God is faithful. So just to begin that, that you have a father who is very faithful and true to his word that what he said he will do, he actually has done and will continue to do so. So the first reflection point we can have as we wait for the Lord in the gospel, it says, stay awake. No, you don't know when the master of the house is coming. No, and if we apply that to our faith, you know, we believe that Christ has died, Christ has risen and Christ will come again but we don't know the hour or the day or the time. Even Jesus himself, he said, only the Father knows when the time will come. So for each one of us, how can we prepare? No? How can we stay awake? How can we really celebrate the coming of the Lord, the return of Jesus and everything will be surrendered to the Father, as we heard in the second reading last week. So the first one, no? the Lord will judge us according to our faithfulness. No? You and I, we experience sin and failure and mistakes, no? But in the second reading, St. Paul saying that God has given you graces. God has given you Jesus. And because of Jesus, you know, mistake, sin, and even death is not the end. You know, we can have a new beginning because there is now mercy that can forgive Every kind of sin, even the worst sin that we can commit, you no know, God can forgive them. So what does it mean for us to be faithful in the Lord? You know, it's not about being perfect and doing everything according to the letter, but it's about how many times we come back, receive his mercy as forgiveness, and stay with Jesus. Stay with God. Do not leave him. Do not abandon your faith in Jesus. Now, for many of us, we might go into what we call a maturing, you know, or even pruning of our faith in Jesus. I remember in my own journey, I believe in God because he gives me everything I need. And eventually, I've experienced a new faith in God and I feel very close to him and I say, God is real because I can feel him. And then when I started doing ministry, I was asking the Lord for blessing for people, healing, hope and everything and God is manifesting his presence to them. But there came a te- time in my life when I started praying again and I didn't get it. When I started praying and meditating and contemplating, but it feels like God is absent. And then when time comes, I fell into sin or mistakes or disappointment or discouragement and saying, Oh, God is not pleased with me. Maybe he has abandoned me. That was my thinking. No, My ministry is not effective anymore. Maybe God is displeased with me. But remember, um, I'm not uh, fooling you, huh? <laughs> I just want to read something for you. No, It's in Romans chapter 8. Uh, one of the life-changing chapters for my life. No? Before... St. Paul proclaimed that uh, nothing can separate us from the love of God. In Romans chapter 8, verse 1, it says, There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. I don't know about you, when I've experienced mistakes or failures or sin, I try to condemn myself. I try to judge myself and criticize myself. And because of that, what I think and what I feel, I impose to God. I measure God's love for me by my performance or by my personal holiness. But that's not the case. St. Paul is saying to you in the second reading, God is faithful. You know, and the meaning of that faithfulness is that he is mercy and love. You know, Psalm 103, The Lord is compassion and love, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. He who redeems our life from the pit who healed our disease. He binds up the wounds. He heals the brokenhearted. Now, that's the Father and Lord of, our, of Jesus Christ. No? That's the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. No, He is not a God that condemns us, but a God who binds up our wound, who heals our iniquity, who heals our brokenhearted, who forgives our sin. And therefore, that's where we place our confidence to be faithful. That when you fall again, when you get disappointed, somebody passed away from your life, somebody treated you badly, and then we tend to get discouraged and remove ourselves from God. But to be faithful is to keep coming back to the mercy of the Lord. Now, for some of us might think, well, is that uh, we can abuse God's mercy if that's the case, Father. Well, it's for God to to judge us with that, no? But what I'm saying to you is that when you feel the effect of sin in your life, when you feel the effect of uh, just the brokenness of people in your life, No, please do not impose that on God. I tend to do that a lot before. And now, you know, the Lord is teaching me, say, that's not how I see you. No, read Romans chapter eight. And you can even call me Abba, Father, because of the Holy Spirit in you. Romans chapter eight. Verse 31, it says, if God is for us, who can be against us? who is there to judge you no jesus himself he is seated at the right hand of the father interceding for you pleading for you who is therefore to condemn you that's why saint paul says and this is the foundation of our faithfulness this is very inspiring actually because there's always hope there's always an advent there's always a new beginning no nothing can separate you from the love of God in Christ Jesus, our Lord. And because God is faithful, He is also calling us to do the same. No, he's not calling us to something that He did not do Himself. He was faithful until the end. No? He did not sin, but He was faithful until the end for you and for me. Now, for us, we experience sin. That's why there is mercy, a new beginning, a new start for each one of us. So that's the first one, no? To know that God is calling you to be faithful until the end. Even though we stop or we fall or we sin, He still calls you back, come to me, come back to me, come back to me. There is no sin that is so big that he cannot forgive, come back to him. And because of that, while we stay awake, while we return for the coming of the Lord, you know, because God can deal with our sin, then we can focus on being fruitful. That's the second F for you, fruitfulness. Now, you see in the gospel, the master of the house has given each Steward, each servant, a particular task, a particular responsibility. And you probably heard this. If God calls, he will enable. If God called you to be a mother, he will enable you to be a Christian mother or a Christian businessman, lawyer, doctor, grandparents. The challenge for us is we look so much on our limitation that we forget that we have a power within us, the Holy Spirit. And St. Paul said in the second reading, God has given you so many gifts, natural and spiritual, but sometimes we tend to focus on the little things, the little dreams that we have. But God is inviting you to flourish, to be fruitful, to dream big. Not just with your, if the Lord has given you a lot of money and business, that's great blessing, no? But please don't put your value in that. God's dream for you is that you and I can become God's children in the world today. That you and I can actually flourish as God's beloved children in the world today. And even Jesus says this himself, you know, that we can do greater things than him in the gospel. You know, if we truly believe in him, if we truly accept the gift of the Father, we can do even greater things, you know, if we really come into the kingdom of God. So my encouragement for you, and in this time of Advent, Please evaluate, make an inventory of your gifts. It's from the Lord, natural and spiritual. No? You remember the parable of talents? No? The Lord wants you to flourish. The Lord wants you to exercise your gifts. No? As a father, raise your children well, make them grow. As a business person, succeed in your business so you can help more people to grow as well, to flourish as well. As a doctor, heal as many as possible in the name of the Lord. If you're a lawyer, do it well with truth and justice. There's a lot of injustice in the world today. The Lord has given you so many gifts. The, use them well. That's the meaning of the gospel of stay awake. It's not about being idle. Being idle means falling asleep. If you go and do nothing, no. but just remember this, no, our value is not in our performance. Our value is on our identity that we are God's children, that he is faithful and merciful. But because of that, we can be confident to exercise your gifts. If you're an artist, a musician, God is beautiful. Make sure that people can discover the beauty of the Lord. Psalm 27 verse four, one thing I will ask of the Lord to stay in his temple and to inquire in his temple, to worship in his temple and say, to behold the beauty of the Lord. The Lord has given you so many gifts. In the past uh, seven months, I've been coaching some of our parishioners and some of our leaders to discover their God-given dreams and God-given purposes. I hope you can find someone like that to help you discover, explore, and pursue God's gift to you. Whether you're young, whether you're eight or you're 80, God still has a dream for you. Until he calls you home. And that's the last reflection point for you. You know, it's not enough that we are called to be faithful, it's not enough that we flourish. The Lord is calling us to finish well. You know, um, some of you here run, you know, and some of you here walk or travel. No? And the Lord has set a destination for you. Heaven is our home. We are kingdom bound. No? We belong to God. So the call of the Lord for us, that's why he wants us and gives us gifts to be faithful and fruitful so that we can finish well. No, I don't know about you, there are so many times in my life I get discouraged I get tired, I get exhausted, and many, many times I actually want to give up my faith. But I always go back to the point and the place where I encountered the presence of God. And the call of the Lord for me, you know, at least for my, in my experience of my faith, uh, to live my life for the rest of my life being a disciple of Jesus. It's not just a name, but it's also a relationship. I am a follower of Jesus wherever I go. And this is very difficult, especially when things are not going our way, when sickness happen, my, you know, when our families are suffering and struggling financially, there's so many, it's so easy and very easy to give up in, the, in those temptations that is not faithful to who we are as disciples of Jesus. So the call of the Lord for you is to finish well. I really like to honor our elderlies here, those who've been coming again and again to Mass, trying to live a faithful Christian life, Catholic life. I just want to really honor you, you your faithfulness and your fruitfulness, may not be remembered by those who are around you, but I can see you, you want to finish well. And finishing well is not just living up to 80. Finishing well means staying with Jesus and making disciple of Jesus. Finishing well means that we do what the apostles did. They made disciples. No, finishing well means handing on your faith to your children, to your grandchildren, to your neighbors, to your fa- friends. No? To finish well means to share what you have experienced. As God made you faithful by His mercy, as God made you fruitful by His grace and gifts, as my God made you now finish well because you are making disciples of the Lord. So my encouragement for you, you as you prepare for Christmas, let it not just be a spiritual exercise in your head. Feel the Lord's faithfulness for you. Experience fruitfulness by exercising your gifts. And most of all, let's finish well by making disciples of Jesus today. You can find reflection questions for this homily at stbenedicts.com.au forward slash homily. Thanks for joining us today and have a great week.